0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an early-ish edition of EastEnders Weekly Podcast. We only had three episodes this week.
1: Yeah, Children in Need week, so they've cut one, cut one loose.
0: Mm, and you think there'd be nothing to talk about, but no, there is.
1: There's quite a lot to talk about, but really, one story kind of stole the show. Mm, two women yeah, stole my heart. Two, two strong queens.
0: I mean, um, my heart was having palpitations twice this week. <laughs> <laughs> My heart doesn't rarely, very rarely, often beats, but it was beating. No, your week. heart
1: doesn't beat very often. <laughs> it's, it's like Monty Burns' heart.
0: But, um, yeah, what a week. What a, what an episode. Mm. It was just so much to take in. I mean, Tuesday's episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Duncan Lindsay on Metro was like, Thursday's episode's even better. It's like, mm, doubt it. Mm. But, psh, It was just... Shocked. It was
1: camp. Shook. It was exciting. Explosion. Slow motion explosion. Yeah, yeah. Sharon trembled <laughs> <laughs> she was heavily pregnant but still had the strength to mm. to help a lady in distress
0: and of course i haven't been in this for a while but i am in mourning again my last mm. phase of mourning was when grey turned out to be evil
1: and then before that was babe, uh, was when abby died
0: yes mm. now i finally got over abby's death now I'm in mourning again. And you, if, in black,
1: you guys can't see this, but Ben is wearing a full black dress with a, a black veil. veil. <laughs> yeah, with a veil over his face. He's wearing a hot red lipstick, and he's. Uh, <laughs> mm, I'm gonna... like pat at Frank's. I was about funeral. to ask, are you going to do that? Are you going to take strip off? <laughs> <laughs> wear a bright red dress.
0: Yeah, the end of Mel Owen mm. officially on screen covered up
1: mm. i mean we'll be talking all about that very oh, soon no, no.
0: there was other things going on this week yeah, apparently <laughs> other stuff did happen but <laughs> uh, well, i just want to talk about those two but mm. um
1: but you well you have to keep tuned to listen to those two because they won't be right, they won't be at the top of the show because we're teasers we are <laughs> we we like to have you listen to the mm. the other bits of the tip yeah always tease the tip ben <laughs> So, as always, our shout-out of the week, we start the show with. Um, if you want a shout-out of the week, just get in touch with us on Twitter at EastEndersWeek or find us on Instagram at EastEndersWeeklyPodcast or Facebook, just join the group by searching EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Did it early this week, got the uh, got socials in. in. Yeah, absolutely. Always get it in, even if you have to thumb. Wouldn't I? So, can't relate. So the shout out of the week is from at the quality Dan. First of all, shout out for the quality Dan because he has been really amazing the last two weeks.
0: Oh yeah. We can't say anything.
1: We can't say why, but he's been a real top guy and that wasn't even meant to rhyme, but it did. <laughs> did it? Couldn't say why oh, guy. he's a real top yeah, guy. Yeah. Guy and why, yeah. And um, he also wanted us to shout out a couple more accounts because we did a shout out for an account a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two more. There's at Tony Clay fans mm-hmm. and at Team Toby AS.
0: I love Team Toby
1: AS. We all love Team Toby AS. I also love Team uh, Tony Clay fans.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Mm. But Toby AS always like, we have pictures of Grey that get exchanged. on twitter
1: (laughs) yeah publicly not behind closed doors oh yeah yeah Yeah. everything's public um but but both all three have been supporting us throughout um we'd like to say thank you to all of them for helping us out and and we'll continue supporting you guys too so yeah give Mm. them all a follow on twitter that was at the quality dan at tony clay fans and at team toby as wonderful and say hello from us say hello we found you through eastenders weekly Mm.
0: Because I forgot to say earlier, we're discussing the episodes between the 11th and 14th of November. Mm. So let's get in to it all. (laughs) So we're starting off with the Atkins and Taylors, I'm afraid.
1: Not the Owens. The last of the Owens. We're not doing the Owens yet. Just calm down, (laughs) calm down. People can wait, people can wait.
0: Yeah, we had a few things. Ted got a storyline off screen again. I don't think we'd be mentioning Ted again, but at least we know he's alive and safe and now getting some rent.
1: He's getting, he's getting a lot more um, interest now he's not there. Everyone does. Mm. It's like Joyce. Yeah, or at least we know he's alive as well. That's mm. the main thing. That's which, true. Which, sadly, Joyce is not.
0: But, um. so yeah, Keegan is renting the downstairs flat with Tiff.
1: Mm, subletting, which is highly illegal and shouldn't be condoned.
0: <laughs> which is strange, because I thought when um Ted left, I thought maybe Mitch and Bailey would move downstairs. But I'm assuming... Mitch and Bailey are living with Karen well, even they though their, they're not
1: together well they've got their feet under the table at Karen's now haven't they hmm. they might as well just stay where they're at there's no reason for them to move I, well, they're
0: not together are they
1: no they're not but they are looking after Bailey together so mm. they, they're trying to taking responsibility so it probably makes sense that Keegan and Bailey stays there so yeah why not Keegan's just downstairs although it was made out to be this huge great big move it's like keegan was moving to the other side of the world and he was just moving downstairs (laughs) Mm -hmm. bailey was devastated karen was in tears everyone was really hurt yeah i did think that to begin with i thought oh
0: that's really silly that bailey's upset because he's been living at jack's for like the past few weeks which is further away than downstairs Mm. but then you have to remember the reason that she's upset is because it's the flat her mum died in i think is the reason
1: oh yeah no that's true for for bailey Mm. i think for karen also i think when they were saying it jacks it meant that they could have an eye kept on them so they they, there was a degree of there was still an adult keeping an eye on them but now they're downstairs like it's basically a house yeah, but you know that that downstairs was a squat at one point for yeah, drug dealing, know, and they? they didn't weren't none the wiser. That's Bernie true. only found out by accident, <laughs> so you know they could be getting up all kinds of mischief. They could be kidnapped in there one night and uh, held hostage, and the Cameron would know any the wiser because <laughs> she's busy looking at stars on a roof. Mm, Do you think
0: um Bernadette might like become like a third wheel a bit easier now? She just pop downstairs, knock on the door all the time, sit on the sofa in between them both. (laughs) Is that what we're gonna have for Bernadette? I
1: think Bernadette is now over her crush with Tiff and I should hope that she wouldn't want to interfere with their relationship. She seemed quite pleased with them when they got married, at Gretna Green or wherever they went up in Scotland. So I hope that Bernie has an interesting Dynamic, as in she has some involvement now, and so there could be a storyline with Bernie. Mm. Because Bernie is just crying out for a story. I know, like, she had that Pride episode,
0: mm. and, like, it was all, like, a big new Bernie revelation, and then shes not done anything. Yeah, nothing at all. It's really odd. Not even chess. I'd even give <laughs> a half-chess storyline a go at this moment.
1: Would you? Yeah. Well, she's, she's not really won not the big anything. one yet, has she? She's no. not won it for Mr. Murray. She's, But she was showing off her medals a few months ago. Hmm. I mean, Very lacking for Burn. Mm, Bernie's love life is still available, so I think they maybe they should look into that maybe more mm. again.
0: And um, you mentioned a star being bought
1: earlier. Oh yes, how much was it? Seventeen ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine? They've gone down
0: in price. <laughs> they used to be
1: more expensive. <laughs> Were they? Mm. But well, you do know that you don't buy an actual star. It's just. <laughs> It's just a GIF or a PDF that you get sent to you on your phone. They've got it even more lazier now. They don't even—they don't even send you a printed certificate. I know. They just send you something for print yourself.
0: <laughs> I mean, typical Bailey, like putting a down on everything.
1: I mean, she's in a foul mood anyway. I, true. I don't but... know
0: why Karen's trying so hard. She does put a down on literally everything. Yeah, poor Karen, because not... she tried her hardest, and like that's quite a nice gesture, mm. like about her mum after she washed her cardigan
1: and got rid of her smell. She and, a star. And also helped her die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be too upset with Bailey for being a bit miffed with Karen. But um, when Karen did say, like... Well, she oh, didn't I-
0: help her die. She said, no, I won't help you. And her mum did it on her own. But
1: she own yes and didn't tell Bailey or yeah mm. didn't con- okay you're quite right she didn't but then it's still a betrayal in, uh, from, in Bailey's, in Bailey's mind, yeah. mind yeah but when, when Karen said and looked up and said you know I kind of did this to try to cheer you up and try to f- make you feel happy Bailey did concede eventually and kind of said oh actually give us a hit I'll have a look it is quite nice thank you
0: mm. and I just realised they had that like projection on the ceiling of the stars mm-hmm why don't they go get a telescope and actually see the actual star?
1: Oh, it means going all the way to the Vic roof and going up the stairs. It was well, it's a bit dangerous and slippery. And also Mick <laughs> and Linda have a few problems of their own at the moment. Linda's hiding bottles in bins, you know, all kinds of stuff. But I can't really see how that projection was that accurate of what's actually happening in the sky. Because mm-hmm. you could literally just draw. Maybe that projection
0: was like part of the buying a star. Oh. It's an app and you type in your star and it like locates it for you, maybe. Maybe that's what was going on.
1: What, and projects it through a mobile phone screen? Well, there's a projection
0: option, <laughs> I imagine. I'm or sure you could to... look at it on your phone. Because she had the certificate on her phone, didn't she?
1: Well, yeah, that's what I mean. That was the PDF yeah, file. so that's probably how it works. No, I don't think... Well, I don't know. Because that means that they would have had to use someone else's phone. And also you would have to buy the projector. Would Karen have a projector at hand? Like, she did have oh, one. Oh, I have. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So <laughs> could it not just be some odd gel that they found, lighting gel, that they just put into the lamp and just went, oh, yeah, that's your stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably. Deal with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, the third part of the um, Atkins-Taylor storyline was obviously the Atkins side, mm. where when this whole Bailey thing was going on, Karen kind of said to Chantel, maybe you need to tell Grey Like, stop leaving it because it'll just get worse about the uh, miscarriage. So she arranges for the house to be empty,
1: which is never a good sign. Yeah, but I think Grey was quite sensitive to it, really. He knew, he he was worried that he had done something wrong. Um, Because obviously, amazing
0: Jack Branning, the detective, has, you know, just been casually telling all of his um, stories and cases to Denise over the kitchen table. Mm. And she lets slip to Chantel that that Grey was in that fight earlier. Yes, and um, that's what she's going to confront Gray about, and um, he's obviously because he thinks she's pregnant. Still, he's not lashing out at her.
1: Yeah, I guess he was. He did question why she had bought so much wine, and I think that was the first misstep by Charlotte. <laughs> she forgot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> two bottles. <laughs> Just starts pouring herself a glass. Oh, oh, I mean, um, here's more for you, Gray. <laughs> yeah, Gray seemed quite um sad. Really, I, he seemed like he like a wounded puppy. Like he, I mm, maybe he's he finally used... seen what he's really like. Yeah, more. but also that like. Maybe the therapy is genuine because he was saying to Chantal, you should come along to the therapy and prove to you that I am mm. trying to fix myself. I was surprised by that. Mm. And so I think that he is actually trying to self-help himself, <laughs> as it were. Mm. Um, and it was a bit hurt that Chantelle started throwing these accusations at him without... You know, letting him have his side of the story given to him. Not that you should sympathise with him because he did, you know, attack a man. Um, and mm. although he argued that the guy was being a bit being a bit misguided at the club and upsetting a lot of people, it still didn't warrant the fact that he attacked the guy. Mm. He Plus, just we don't know if away.
0: that's true. That's just what he told. That's Jack. true. That's the story he has been
1: told. a random. Yeah, he told the police that story, didn't he?
0: But I um, mean, we have the theory. Obviously, we have the theory where when Gray's hair is all flicky, he's mad and he's in a suit. But this time, he was in a cardigan. Yes. So is that reflecting his karma character, he Cardigan a, Grey?
1: He needed a pipe and slippers, didn't he? Mm. He just, <laughs> just gently start reading a story to his children.
0: But um, obviously we had Karen quite silly, the way she, like, announced about the miscarriage, because she saw them having, like, kind of an argument outside, mm. and she automatically assumed that Chantel had already told him. Well, obviously... prior to this,
1: Grey had already said that there should be no secrets between them. Mm. And yet Chantel still pushed the fact that she felt like she had been lied to by Grey. I mean it would have been a good opportunity for her to kind of say, okay, I'm not very happy that you kept this secret from me. Although he did argue that he did it on purpose because he wanted her to, he did it on purpose to protect her and the baby. But this would have been a good opportunity for her to say, okay, well, we've both made mistakes here because I've kind of kept something in myself. Mm. Although hers is obviously a much more troubling scenario because mm. it, within her and it must be very hurt, it must hurt her having to say it out loud as well Too yeah. Grey.
0: And a little bit of her, I think, was kind of using that as a... Because she was pregnant, she could stand up to him and say how she really felt to him because she knew he Mm. wouldn't hit her. She Mm. was kind of using it as like a barrier. And obviously now that Karen's told him that she's not pregnant, she was going back to the house on her own. But they didn't show us another scene between those two.
1: Yeah, but they do that on purpose, don't Mm. they? They So we don't know. They only show selected parts. Like the the impact of the violence is much greater because we don't see it all the time, Mm. which is very clever, actually. It's very well thought out and... Um, written and portrayed because you could see through Grey's emotions his, his face instantly dropped. Mm, and you could and just, so did her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And fear started building up inside of her and anger mm, started building because up. Because Karen took the, the
0: kids back with her so they would we're well, going back to the house alone so we can only assume um well we can only imagine worst, what's going on yeah. in that
1: behind those doors which is the whole ethos of the story isn't it for eastenders at the moment it's like you don't know what's going on behind closed mm. doors so it's your gene. yeah so next week um we're probably gonna we're probably gonna see the aftermath again and you'll find out that mm. but this he'll could be
0: apologizing he'll again. be
1: apologizing but again will this break gray now because we we're you know he's saying he's gone doing this therapy we from what we understand he probably was but now would he just consider that void yeah, if you lied to me what's the point yeah what's yeah. the point if we're going to continue lying to one another because
0: he's so shaky of actually going there and admitting that he's like this mm. i think like the littlest thing to give him like a tiniest bit of an excuse not to do it yeah he'll take yeah which i don't know we'll see we we'll have to wait till next week but yeah very dark and horrible situations mm. let's go and talk about the gene slater one episode storyline arc we had this week more daniel on his video
1: Yeah, will he ever disappear
0: from our hearts? I was still expecting, this is when I was expecting Shirley to notice, like, the radio in the background. And be like, wasn't that report from after he died? But no one's still noticing it yet. I
1: know, I was, I was exactly the same situation. I was sat there watching, thinking, oh, Shirley's bound to spot something now. Because Jean even had the leading line when she said, so did you see anything? Did you spot anything? Obviously, she meant what Daniel had said, because it was a bit cryptic, his final word, you know, be Jean. But yeah, as soon as she said that, I thought, oh, here we go. Uh, Shirley's going to say oh yeah that news article that happened after the day mm-hmm. or something, you know, something it was showing, like that it's
0: something like results of like a game or something isn't it i don't mm. know what exactly what it is but it's results of like a horse race or something like that at yeah getting of the video so obviously someone but i don't know how many more times jeans are gonna be able to show this to people to someone to find out this wasn't mm. recorded when he died yeah but,
1: but also how they're gonna like how someone gonna remember something that far back now because mm. it's getting quite a long time now and unless it's a big news article or story yeah you might not you catch not, it yeah
0: I mean, it was interesting. Shirley cried, which has got a lot to um, think about there. <laughs> when was the last time Shirley <laughs> cried? Heather's funeral, possibly. Mm. So that was interesting. Like she really got quite emotional with Daniel's goodbye message.
1: I think Shirley, because she's fifty percent blood, fifty percent pure vodka. I think sometimes fifty. <laughs> <50? laughs> Seventeen, Yeah, thirteen, yeah, ninety, ten <laughs> split. I think. I think sometimes that Shirley. It's quite emotional. When like when she when she found out about Mick and Dino, that storyline, she got, you know she was quite emotional over that story mm. as well. And, and her emotions seem to fly from one to the next. She's very either very excited and angry and fuming at someone. It's like she can t- when she's showing she's happy, she's normally shouting at someone. Mm. Um, and so for me, it wasn't that much a surprise that Shirley got very upset over a video like that because I think she's an emotional roller coaster, and no one really knows what goes on in that mind of Shirley's.
0: Mm. It was nice just to see that more human. Side to her though, because yeah.
1: normally, she, like you say, she's just shouts everything or shouts all her
0: lines. And mm. Linda Henry does have range; she does have range, <laughs> and she just never gets to really use it. So that was really yeah. nice that her and Jean both got to sit there, and you know, Jean's a powerhouse, but it was nice that Linda Henry could actually keep up with her. Mm. So it was a really good scene. But yeah, they were just sort of talking Jean through and working out what Daniel's message was, and she yeah. came to the conclusion, or maybe I need to go out and help people who similar situation to me
1: yeah there's a therapy group at the at the hospital where she's being treated and she thinks that she could give out more hope and good that way she also set, worried about being lonely and she reflected that fear against martin at the beginning of the week because mm. martin was in the cafe and she kind of said you know are you not afraid of being alone i, I, I fear for you martin i think a little bit of her was not only f- upset for martin but i think for herself mm. and i think again this therapy group was a good way of her maybe getting a connection with someone you know she's got Shirley but she needs like I think she needs ideally she wants her family around her and yeah, she's got a lot of love to give and not many people were left around to mm. give it but the only one she wants to really give it and get it f- and receive it from is Stacy and Stacy's the only one she can't get it from mm. and so again she's still angry at Martin for that but well,
0: she could go visit Stacy couldn't she
1: well no because I don't think she knows where Stacy is now I think Stacy's oh. gone again
0: well Stacy did phone her
1: she phoned her but she didn't give her a go location her yeah she didn't go say <laughs> X1 to, like, find me, me on google maps yeah no I, but but you know it's it's sweet for me i thought it was sweet that she even though she's angry at martin and upset with martin of what she thinks that martin had done mm. which is slept with <laughs> <of> Sonia. <laughs> of course of course first thing that comes to mind oh, who wouldn't i'd sleep with Sonia. <laughs> um she she also feels a bit sorry for martin as well so it's it's again i, I don't know if you wants to keep martin close to her still because there's that still that connection with martin's connection with stacy mm-hmm. could then be you know what i mean so she's like still feels that stacy's connected to martin somehow
0: yeah and i also don't think Jean finds it easy to hate someone like mm. she always sees the good yeah in someone so um i look so... forward to
1: seeing though i think it'll be yeah i think i think it will be nice to see Jean in a therapeutic position mm. um, it will suit her it will but i fear that this might lead to her discovery of Daniel's lies. Mm. Is she
0: going to be working in... Um, is she going to be doing a support group in the hospice? Because is she, is she going to be working there and then see that Daniel's in the hospice at the end of his life, maybe?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. So
0: maybe something like that will crop up?
1: I think so. I'd rather that though she worked it out through that video, though. I think that would be a much more I don't know. sneakier There's way. know way there. Exactly, there's a route to it. And then she might then need to use Kush or someone to help her, or Martin indeed, to help her f- through like a media, la- media, Big social media. Big Mo only <laughs> knows how he's a webcam, and even that's to a very primitive degree.
0: Well, I'm here for a Big Mo storyline. Still waiting.
1: I know, she's just fodder for comedy, isn't she? <laughs>
0: she is. But yeah, that's what I've got to say on them because I want to talk about the um, main story of the week, so we're moving on. Okay. So tough. Should we but, go do a game then? Yeah, we'll do a we game do. just to <laughs> eke out a bit more. <laughs> and then we'll be talking about the um, the big truck in the room.
1: The big one. And I'm not talking about Sharon.
0: We're in the dark room again with a spotlight on both of us. <laughs>
1: Don't tell people our personal life, Ben. <laughs> Keep it secret.
0: Because we are here in the interrogation room.
1: Oh, but the, the room that Jack is now officially allowed to be inside. I know he officially does this now. He does. This is his job. <laughs> as, a Lo- cro- as a crook. Yeah, a long-running
0: game with us, which is basically guess who. But obviously, I've seen a crime committed on the square, and you have to work out who I saw commit this crime with yes or no questions only.
1: Mm-hmm. With the help of Jack Branning. Yes,
0: because he's taking the person into witness protection. <laughs> yes, yes. Officially now. <laughs> yes. With his I little know. mate Callum on the side.
1: Who have thought when we created this game, taking the mick out of Jack Branning's career as a police <laughs> officer, that one day he'd become no. a police officer again.
0: It's written in the stars. Um, so you have 60 seconds to guess who it was I saw committing a crime on the
1: square. Mm, hold on to your seats, folks, because I am very bad at this game. <laughs> just
0: think of guess who... And you
1: can play it that. You way. say this every time. You say, think of guess who, ask this, ask that, and every time I, I just get stuck.
0: That's fine. I've got a witness statement for you, and then we, our timing will begin.
1: Okay, how long have I got? Sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Okay, I'm going to write down the witness statement because sometimes you put a little subtle clue in there, and at the end you say, "Oh, you should have got that," and I, was, no, I didn't.
0: I was minding my own business. At Sharon and Louise's surprise party this week.
1: Well, that's a lie straight away. You don't mind your own business in anyone's <laughs> party.
0: When, during all of the chaos that happened with the microphone, I saw someone take a cocktail from the bar without paying. <laughs> now, I'm not one to gossip about my neighbours, but if you can guess who it was I saw, I'll have no choice but to tell you. Okay. And you have 60 seconds, and I can only reply yes or no. Right. Three, two, one, go.
1: Is the thief the tea leaf? Is this? uh, (laughs) I'm already rubbish. Are they male? No. Are they? I was about to ask. (laughs) Uh, Are they old enough to drink? Yes. Are they only just old enough to drink? Have they just turned eighteen? No. Hmm. Do they work in E20? No. Um. Were they invited? Were they invited to the party? Would they know Sharon and Louise well enough that they would have been invited?
0: Mm, yes.
1: Okay. Um, do they have children? Yes. Do, is she dating? It was a he, isn't it? No. Oh, a she? Is she dating <laughs> a, a dentist?
0: No.
1: Oh gosh, is she dating Jack Branning? No. Is she... Is she an alcoholic? No. It's, oh. Time up. <sighs> I mean, Getting away with it. Is she an alcoholic? Could have been many, many people. But I was... I she's was... not officially an alcoholic. Oh, so it is Linda?
0: No. Oh. The character could be an alcoholic, for all I know. But officially, she... in the storyline canon, she's yeah, not. Yeah, she's not an alcoholic.
1: No. Female. Can I take a stab in the dark? It's not Linda, then. It's not Shirley. Well, you can't tell. You You've to... gotten away with the crime. You have to tell me the answer, though. <laughs> Do I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> people at home people aren't going to guess from what i've asked yeah, but they're under witness protection now yeah, but you have to give an answer okay the Wait, person... I, what i'll do is i'll put my fingers in my ears <laughs> so i can't hear now so i'm i can't hear me now i can't hear so go ahead
0: the person who was stealing drinks of course was shirley carter
1: so have you told them who it was yes okay how I'm, do you feel i feel, I feel wrong I feel like I need a holiday.
0: Oh, well, there you go. That was Jack Browning's witness protection. And said person has gotten away with a free cocktail from E20.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be that upset. <laughs> the cocktails look pretty bad in E20. Mm. Well,
0: there you go. That was Jack Browning's witness protection.
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ben from the EastEnders Weekly Podcast presents his take on the Mel and Sharon Storylines. <laughs> I
0: can't say any word about it, I'm afraid. I'm too shook. <laughs> CGI explosions smoke thing i didn't want was for Mel to die i said that three (laughs) weeks ago
1: sadly you didn't get that wish
0: it's just so cruel how they had a fine
1: i know but that's what surprised i i completely agree with you that's what surprised me the most Mm. because as an audience member if someone survives an accident like that you instantly think that she'll be fine now and we all know this is leading to christmas Mm. so and I, i saw a cut on her wrist
0: and i thought oh she's gonna like Go to hospital and tell Lisa something before she dies or something, mm. but no, didn't even get that. No, squished well, not squished actually. It's well, no, a bit she wasn't gruesome. squished, yeah, yeah she... but um, a bit gruesome, but it's fine. <laughs> but the the lorry hitting her like that, I thought, oh, there's not going to be much left. No, but just,
1: she was all right, just a severed head. <laughs> even her
0: suit was still intact, must be a high quality suit she was wearing.
1: She had um, quite a bit of blood around her head, yeah, but. I mean... To be expected. I, yes. Well, quite. <laughs> she, got, she hit a car and then got hit by a lorry. Yeah, mm. there's Lots, just, lots happened to her. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Her brain was rattled. She was hearing... I mean, whose fault was it, ultimately? You have to argue it was Hunter's fault. Because from the dead, he still manipulated his mother mm. into walking in front of a lorry. Mum? <laughs> Do you know what it reminded me of? Our old friend. Oh, halfway's Hat. It reminded me of Halfway's Hat when he goes to talk to his mates in heaven. Well Hunter's there now and so Mel. Oh Hunter better not wear him. He's not Hunter's hat. <laughs> He's halfway hat. <be. laughs>
0: but Mel just went off the scales this week. So obviously we also need to wind back a bit mm. before getting to the fun bits on the road. And all the camera shots we had this week were just like the best thing in the world oh, I've ever seen. So Sharon, exciting, wasn't it? Sharon driving with like zoom ins and
1: all <laughs> loads of stuff oh, I loved it. And the dum 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 dum. Instinctors
0: music. I mm. loved the instinctsal music. They used it twice. Mm-hmm. Second time, I thought a bit too much. No, but again, I still enjoyed, I enjoyed it because it, it, it felt it went with my heartbeat. that yeah, music yeah. did, and I thought <laughs> Sharon was there with explosions and all sorts. But, it did. Um, it
1: heightened the amount, which is what the incidental music's meant to do. Mm, it, and it didn't. It didn't cheapen it for me. <laughs> it really did. It didn't cheapen it for me. It really didn't. No, it, it made it,
0: it feel like a nine pm drama. It really did. <laughs> a, high, a high quality. Something you see on HBO or <laughs> stars in the states. But um, we have to go back to the beginning of the week because obviously sharon's 50th party which we were begging for two weeks ago mm. um she had it with all her
1: photos that mel
0: printed off and oh, found somehow let's
1: start off with those photos then <laughs> so it was a rogues gallery of people wasn't it there was um angie and then and there was grant i know yeah mel did that on purpose do you reckon kathy had that picture do you reckon kathy i don't know got I wonder it where out? she got them all from yeah there was michelle the pictures of michelle which michelle the original Old michelle
0: <laughs> oh i didn't see that yeah there was, was one old michelle i know
1: mm. i th- I thought that as well i th- can you imagine if these both <laughs> they just kind of merged it into- they got well they do- you know when you go on the app the one that louise used to see what her baby would look like with mm. her piano they just used the two michelles and merged into <laughs> one, one, one character yeah so i mean she got that box of tricks out so that's fun
0: bit insulting putting grant on there you know happy memories but Mel. but Mel probably did on purpose. Of course she did. No Mel, well,
1: yeah, I was going to say, Mel didn't care, did she? She did it <laughs> on purpose. I mean, I, for poor Louise, she had no pictures of her there were like two or three not many but it was very much at the bottom on the rim dirt, (laughs) where she deserves yeah on the bottom (laughs) bottom feeder it was very much a sharon-centric party it was very Mm -hmm. much to distract sharon so that mel's plan could come together
0: and it worked and let's talk about louise obviously the surprise party was ruined by karen rightly so which i was like cheering karen on when she did that because louise wouldn't apologize about the
1: Wedding and she was like, "Well, you got married anyway, so you got all you wanted." Mm. So I helped really. It's like, oh, she's such a bitch, isn't she, Louise? Um, so when Karen spoiled it, although in a funny way though, Louise liked it because it meant that she could get herself all looking nice. Mm, That's true with a blooming stupid glittery dress.
0: (laughs) But she lost her birthday present in the crash, so that's good.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, let's be honest, that was all she cared about, Mm. and she
0: lost her mobile phone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And her second (laughs) mum. Yeah,
1: Yeah. take that, Louise. (laughs) (laughs) Made it on purpose.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, we really saw, like, the... I mean, it was quite obvious that it was the end of Mel, really. Because she was really undoing all of her connections. And even to, like, her biggest connection, Lisa.
1: Mm. Um,
0: She massively undid that, where it was up to a point where you thought, yeah, there's no going back, really. But I didn't want to believe it at the time.
1: Yeah, but Lisa, to the end, kept wanting to help her friend, mm. which was admirable of Lisa. It
0: was nice.
1: But you could see Lisa slowly unravelling, couldn't you? You could see her slowly, like, she was beginning to... The stress of it all was beginning to get too much for her as well. Mm. And so... This is a worrying time for Lisa. I I fear that her side of the story and also her heightened emotion is going to be her undoing because they're always going to look back to her past and say, oh, you you know, you're a bit nutty, Lisa. So nothing you're saying is truth.
0: And, like, the most stru- stressful pregnancy in the world for Sharon. Like mm. She's only just got rid of Mel.
1: <laughs> and now Lisa's popped back up, like, the next nemesis to yeah. get rid of. Yeah. I mean, God. Sharon, bless her, she has the strength of 20 women. Oh. Like, the way she dragged Mel. She got... I loved it when she took the seatbelt off and Mel just went, Oof, on the floor. And Sharon was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Carry yeah, on. Because there were
0: so many twists. Because it was almost like a Shia... A, not Shianu, A um, Sharon Gate with Grant and mm. Sharon with the tape recorder. There was yeah. almost a moment like that because Mel was on her way to the airport to get... Phil before Sharon could get there.
1: There was a lot of references, wasn't it, to old mm. episodes. So you thought, oh, it's gonna be revealed like that. Yeah. And then there was The crash, which is a bit like how crash. Steve died, mm. because Steve died in a car crash. Yeah, um, she
0: thought, oh, they're paralleling that and she's gonna die in the car, and it's kind of to do with Louise, like mm. it was with Steve, and it's Sharon instead of Phil and Mel instead of Steve. But then she got out of the car and you're like, Oh, okay. So maybe she'll be in a coma like until Christmas.
1: But then that's when she started hearing Halfway Hunter mm. and she's saying, Mum, I'm here, Mum. <laughs>
0: Come find me, mum mm-hmm. it's it's funny how they've made Mel like she has been slowly losing it, mm. but like that day was really
1: I mean, I think you have to admit her head was probably a bit rattled from crashing and then flipping over oh, a car, and she was like
0: you know she was she, she was in... a cut or so, but she was.
1: All right, well no she her I think brain, oh, yeah, mentally, brain damage no. yeah. was going to kick in at that point, she, you could see that she was something something had happened in that crash that made her her senses basically knock itself out the window,
0: mm. but yeah, Sharon dragged her out, pregnant Sharon.
1: this is what I mean Sharon ripped open the door, <laughs> she practically she was almost like one of those like the worry. I'm just acting. <laughs> I know, it reminded me of that scene as well. <laughs> uh, we have to post it on Twitter so people can get the reference mm-hmm. to that. But you know, those, what they use, the cranes they use, the fire brigade used to like lift, flip the car back over again. Did you not notice Sharon kind of lifted that car <laughs> up as well with her own strength? Sharon has the mighty force mm, she... while wearing heels as well. Yeah. They should make a Marvel comic of Sharon. <laughs> Shazam or something like that. I don't know, mm. but she should have a. She should be a comic book hero. I am glad. Forget that... Ollie. Sh- Sharon is not yeah, a comic book. I hero. am
0: glad that Sharon did get Mel out because there was rumors online like she might leave her to die or. If yeah. Mel is alive, she might. And they kind of lingered on her face a bit and Sharon didn't do anything. And the incidental music was playing. And I was like, oh, don't make Sharon, like, not a killer, mm. but, like, not help. But she did help.
1: But it, it, I found it really strange because that road was completely clear for the whole time she was doing it. <laughs> so it must have been about 20, 30 minutes while, the, yeah. while Sharon's rescue attempt carried out. I, I but, mean,
0: if we went into it, we could probably pick this apart to be the most shambolic thing ever. But...
1: No, 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 no. I'm not saying it was shambolic. It was camp as hell. Mm. But it wasn't shambolic. But it's the fact that... That like there was no traffic on that road, and then all of a sudden was a forklift popped. truck suddenly came by. Yeah. It was just, and it wasn't even a, it wasn't a dual carriageway. It was a three lane road, mm. wasn't it? So it must have been a quite a busy. It was an A road because they said on the road, um, A seventeen or A seven.
0: Something so like that, so yeah. So it's a
1: busy road. Yeah, it's really odd. And the only cars that came past was the articulated lorry that <laughs> ultimately caused Mel's undoing. Yeah, like going
0: like 100 miles an hour, like <laughs>
1: yeah. through fog and through... A... <laughs> through fog as well. Yeah. Oh, no, there the, was but the smoke. But you know what I car. mean? But like,
0: yeah. it w- like, if you look into it, it you, was silly. You would slow down. Um, yeah. The whole thing was silly. But because it was involving Sharon and Mel... <laughs> Like the silliness kind of. That's what I mean. It was camp. It it
1: was ridiculous. It was over the top. Mm. But because it was Sharon and Mel, it felt right. It Mm. felt good.
0: And the slow motion explosion. (laughs) Yeah,
1: when Sharon fell to her (laughs) Almost fell to her knee. Yeah, she didn't even fall over. (laughs) She's like, no. I don't do crash mats. (laughs) She had. (laughs) <laughs> she has the power of 20 horses she is just I did like the social commentary when the guy turned up and was like didn't, "We just ran past Sharon and Mel to see if they were okay and was, just got his camera out and started filming mm-hmm. the, the car
0: fan of Letitia Dean probably
1: yeah she's probably like, no autographs <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't even wind down the window. <laughs> if she was in a car burning and someone came over and asked Leticia Dean for an autograph, she'd just wind mm. the window up.
0: It was a bit of a shame Me- Sharon couldn't like, just grab hold of Mel
1: for a bit longer like and wait to the parameter, because they were nearly mm. there,
0: she said. But um, no, there was no stopping her. She wanted to go get Hunter. and.
1: I mean, you have to be honest, Sharon didn't really try too hard to stop Mel. Yeah, she can't. She's, you have to remember, she's pregnant. The character of Sharon is she pregnant. She was so. pulling well, Mel tired out by of the then. car. Her adrenaline was lowering then, because she thought they were all safe. Oh, she should have had a sugar pill and, go, and go back up. Have a tic tac and then <laughs> no got it. going. No time.
0: Laurie's going past that quick. <laughs> but yeah, shocking that when that lorry like mm. hit Mel, wasn't the best CGI, but that's fine. But it was a bit like, oh God, yeah. That
1: that's that's the end. It was surprising. It, it really surprised me that they did that to Mel because I we were we, we all were adamant that this was the Christmas story and it still is. Mm. Um, so somehow, yeah. I mean, um, yeah,
0: really gruesome end to um Mel. Especially like thinking like we watched our first episode recently mm. when she turned up to Ian's and was being a bit silly and worked in a supermarket. Oh, and yeah. now she's been run over by Laurie. <laughs>
1: well and... she only had a cut on the back of her head. Mm. He had a cut on the back of his head. That's he was true. fine after a few weeks.
0: And I find it interesting how you know, they've killed off Steve, killed off Ray, killed off Hunter, killed off Mel. It's like Oh, that's that's the Owen, the whole family. There is no mm. more Owens or Kellys or whatever Hunter was like. There's none left. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's mad that they've killed all three characters. The whole family they introduced in, in the, the space of maybe.
1: a year and a half.
0: Less than a year because it was New Year's,
1: wasn't it? Um, when well, New Year's Ray was when died. Ray died. Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. you're right. Yeah. So that's nine, like... <laughs> eleven months. I know. It's god. See, it does it's very feel, final. Yeah, it feels a bit. It feels Sad. a bit empty. The the ending for Mel. I'd like mm. to have. i I just because it was wanted... all stunt and there was no.
0: Like that last scene she had with Sharon wasn't really much to Mel. She obviously wasn't herself. But Mm. it wasn't. She was just acting a bit crazy, but didn't. I don't know. She didn't say anything to Sharon for a last word or a last. anything. It was kind of. She'd already written herself off, I guess.
1: Because I got a bit excited because when Sharon first peeked through the window and was like, Cooey, it's me (laughs) too, I'm Mel. And Mel kind of smiled. And it wasn't uh, all. He- hello thank god you're here to yeah, save like me smile. smile it was a slightly evil smile wasn't mm. it and then that's when she started hearing the voice i did wonder if she
0: was going to grab sharon's like wrist and like try and like knowing the car was about to explode, yeah. like take them both out and that would have been really and sharon would have been like pushed her off and then mel would have died that way mm.
1: but no she got her out and then i mean sharon is getting the blame for her death because lisa's kind of after the uh police officer said oh no she didn't die from the accident, she died no, the accident Yeah, the initial accident. She God. died from the other accident, you know. And straight away, Mel kind of did the math wrong and ran straight to Sharon's. Poor Sharon. All she wanted was a bath and Because <laughs> she came home with Phil. <laughs> mm. Good to see Phil back.
0: Yeah, he's right back into it, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the unopened grape. And I mean, the whole situation is really tricky for Sharon to explain without telling it because the fact that they were both on their way to phil didn't make sense no. And now would have made a phone call to tell phil that she'd sold the club to ruby cheap and that doesn't quite make sense when even when sharon explained it to him
1: yeah he, he you could see though he didn't buy it no either. he was he about didn't. to
0: question it and then lisa barged in, yeah which kind of thank god but then not thank god no, no. <laughs> because um yeah she the secret we kind of i was expecting that to be like a christmas day mm. duff duff when she told um phil that um the reason this is all happening is because the baby's not yours and mel knew mm. it's like oh my god but but <laughs> lisa, the middle of november yeah
1: but lisa doesn't know that it's keanu's no that's one so piece but that's... no one knows now
0: because mel's dead
1: she didn't tell anyone sharon knows and so does keanu well yeah yeah so but, this um so i don't know how that part is gonna come out i mean sharon did say her initial reaction was like oh she's she's talking from grief she's t- she's not talking sense mm-hmm. um and i think again, Sharon could manipulate it quite easily that way. But then Lisa Lisa knows she's telling the truth, so it's not like she can manipulate Lisa. So mm. is then is this going to be another situation now where she has to take out... <laughs> take, not that Sharon did take out Mel, no, but you know, is, try to save her. is Lisa now the next target? No, she is. Li- but Lisa's much weaker than Mel. And so mm. Sharon will be able to manipulate, especially with Phil, she can convince Phil. I mean, Phil really pushed his thumb over Lisa years ago.
0: Well, the thing is, now Mel's died, that's going to make... Lisa, even a more lot stronger. motivated. Yeah. I
1: don't think she is though. Lisa's just not. She's just not a strong character, is she? She's been. She was happy to spill the tea. Yeah, but that was because of panic and grief, and she's just so she. She just needed to let it out. If she, if, if Louise and Keanu, especially Keanu. Keanu was useless, by the way, throughout oh, this whole the thing. whole episode.
0: He wasn't yeah. even acting. Like when the police turned up to. The door to tell Lisa, Louise, and Keanu that Mel died. Mm.
1: He stood in the background. He didn't even react. No. But in the club as well, when Keanu's screaming at him saying, Take the phone, stop this from happening. Keanu's just like, I don't know what to do. A wooden plank. like a rabbit in headlights. Useless.
0: But he never used to be like that. So I don't know why.
1: I mean, no, he did. But not He's as not... bad as that. He was never very reactive. He... Let's never forget, his... I mean, he had the apprenticeship and he cried in the pub when he lost the job. He's always been a very soft character. And so I actually think it's not out of character for the way Keanu acted. Because no, I think Keanu.
0: No... I'm talking about the actual acting.
1: Oh, you mean the actor? Yeah, there was just nothing
0: going on. His reaction <laughs> shots or anything. He just stood there,
1: <laughs> but then he wasn't really part of the scene. All he needed—he was. This is what I mean. I think Keanu was always meant to be this kind of. I think it's all become too much for Keanu, which is again a leading sign that he would ne- he wants to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, as we know, he's leaving at Christmas time. And I think this is this is all too much for Keanu. And I think it's just everything has overwhelmed him. I mean, this is just bread and butter for Sharon. This is just another day in Wolford for Sharon. You know, <laughs> more secrets, more lies I mean, to he's cover up for the next. Enemy yeah, now exactly.
0: But um, there was also a nice scene when it was announced that Mel had died um, with Ian. Because obviously, yeah. ex wife, he's not doing well with ex wife. Cindy, <laughs> Cindy dead. Laura dead. All Mel
1: dead. or ch- children. The only one that's left is Jane now. Well, Jane it?
0: almost died. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's his only surviving ex wife, isn't it? Now, yeah. Ian is the
1: grim reaper of wives, isn't he? Four wives. But it was nice that they
0: gave him that little moment, like, to be upset about yeah. it yeah because he obviously we had those weird scenes where he kind of almost wanted to get back with her but then it kind of fizzled i think but... i think
1: he still thought it as well mm. he always said he his, his ultimate goal was to say he said to mel wasn't it? he said you are my one you are the one i should i've always meant to be with and mm. i think he still truly believed that in his mind so this was a big shock for ian so again Something that could have been forgotten by the production team and wasn't, so I appreciated that that they had that little scene with Ian. Mm. And, and
0: it was nice just having the people in the Vic, Cush and Bex, like everyone. Mm. It was a bit community-ish, yeah, which was quite nice that they actually had these characters getting the news all at once.
1: Although Bex again was a bit of a, a I know that delivery was rubbish, really sloppy She's delivery. She's dead. No, she, no, no. She went. She's dead. <laughs> And then just stood there with her arms out. Oh, you know really? like kind of like her shoulders shrugging. Like mm. I don't, I do not
0: think the word dead was she should have said she's died. Like I don't know the word dead seems a bit. But
1: she's always questioned it. Oh, yeah. Again that was a really kind of poor Sloppy. recovery, mm. yeah, a delivery it of it. Mm.
0: Took my emotion out.
1: I mean luckily, I mean the 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 10 out of 10 from Sharon and Mel scenes. Mm. So anything that happened around it, it didn't really matter because <laughs> you always just remember those wonderful scenes with Sharon yeah. and Mel. I'm just it's just weird to think that Mel like dad does it. I know it really is, and isn't it was on it? It screen. They
0: covered her body, so hmm. yeah. There goes our theory of her cropping back up at Christmas.
1: I mean, there might be a really fun funeral coming up. I don't think there will be a funeral. I don't think they'll show well, one. She'll just be uh, they'll alone. They'll have one. Just be Lisa there or something.
0: Yeah, I don't think they'll even. They didn't show hunters, did they?
1: well no because phil wouldn't allow them to have a funeral so again mm. will phil not allow mel to have a funeral so as i say just be lisa there i want them i really want there to be a big funeral though i want the kind of you killed then what but if they have of...
0: the funeral the trouble is you've got mel's um, brother like they've not really been mentioned her family because he's like a vicar So like if they are having yeah she has like family so if they did have it on screen there's those questions that need to be answered for no real reason why she didn't turn up yeah probably be off screen I imagine which is sad because she's such like a big character yeah but um there's no one really left to mourn her apart from Louise and. Lisa. Lisa. But obviously, I don't know if I can't remember if we mentioned it or not, but obviously Lisa tells them that um, the baby's not theirs. Yes. And that's how it ended. We did mention it, but
1: Lisa doesn't know that it's
0: Keanu's. Yeah, big revelation. Like, how are they going to take this? What's going to happen at Christmas? (laughs) Mm. It's just, I don't know what to think. It was like a Christmas episode, these two episodes.
1: It was, but not quite. I mean, it's not a Christmas episode without a big meal and a big shouting out match. There was no real shouting or arguing, and that's what you want, isn't it? You mm. want that's that's what you want. You want the fallout to happen before you. I mean, nothing really fell out, to be honest with you. The only bit that was right at the end when Lisa came in and made out this revelation, <laughs> and Sharon was like, "Get her out!" and kind of then mm. stormed upstairs. I mean, take aspirin.
0: I think she got quite a bad headache yeah <laughs> after all that that's a, quite a day
1: it has been quite a day quite a party uh, she can't have a drink yet still <laughs> i mean she is going to have on tap alcohol at her bedside when mm. she gives birth to that baby it is going to be is mm. it's, it's going to be an actual keg of wine and a and a pump just constantly and linda will be there to help her out as well i mean
0: it's screaming out for early going into labor early isn't she sharon this mm. stressful time so mm. obviously that's going to be the next oh i hope it's not christmas birth no she's not due till february yeah, but... At least uh, Louise is due Christmas-ish, isn't oh, she, I think? Oh,
1: for goodness sake. There's too many Christmas babies I now. I don't have a Christmas birthday, don't they? I don't want a Christmas birth. I don't want a Christmas birth. If anyone's listening, we don't want one. It's too late, it's filmed. <laughs> uh, cut so, um, it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was um, Mel's last hurrah,
1: so... Yeah, bless hit her. Hit
0: by a truck. A lorry. A lorry, whatever. <laughs> very sad and sudden it's
1: like something out of line of duty so it was maybe susan tully directed it <laughs> her idea yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah michelle fowler sent her guard.
1: yeah yeah can you imagine if just uh, on the side of the lorry said i did this for you sharon i love michelle yeah, yeah. <laughs> hope you get my delivery
0: yeah right so let's go on and play our last game and then we'll talk about the carters
1: time for your five a day ben martin fowler insists
0: Good. I'll never say no to him.
1: And if you don't, he'll beat you.
0: Good. Maybe I will <laughs> say no then.
1: <laughs> My and Fowler's five a day, for any new listeners out there, is basically, I'm going to give Ben a statement or a question, and he has to give me five answers relating to that said statement or question. Simple as that. Good. Easy. Easy peasy. So for argument's sake, if I said to Ben, name five fruit and veg, Ben would say...
0: Do this every time. Avocado, banana, apple, orange,
1: pear... Okay. I love that you first one you went to was avocado. (laughs) That's so middle-white English. I've never had an avocado, actually. Haven't you? I don't want one either. No. I'm not. I'm not offering (laughs) you an avocado. (laughs) I'm not getting you one. I'm not popping to Tesco for you. So, because this week is Children in Need Week, around the whole of the United Kingdom...
0: Yes. If you're listening to it, the second it comes out.
1: It'll be the day, a couple of days after. Yeah. You've, you've already probably thrown a few pounds pudsey's way. Pudsy's the bear for anyone outside the UK who's the mascot of Children in Need. <laughs> I feel like I need to explain everything. Every year, the cast of EastEnders tend to do something for Children in Need. As we talked about in our November Extra episode last year, Charity Crossovers. Check it out, go back onto your podcast app and look for the 14th of November, Charity Crossovers. <laughs> Um, So this might help you to remember what we talked about a year ago. Yeah, I can remember. Because Ben, I'm going to ask you to name five different charity shows or episodes that EastEnders had done up until 2018, up until last year. Now, I will not include things that weren't televised as an episode during the event of Children in Need. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, in 1989 and 1991, they had a football (laughs) match against Grange Hill in 1989 <laughs> of course they did. and 1991 against Coronation Street, Brookside and The Bill. And in 1997, Martin McCutcheon sang Barbara Streisland songs, my the very same, but she did that live in the studio. So again, Ooh. it wasn't performed at Albert Square. No. Okay. So all these things must have happened either in Elstree or at Albert Square. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? There's a lot of them. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a minute, but I don't Ooh. think you're going to need a minute. <laughs> Um, and any bonuses, you get a bonus point, which count toward your avocados. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, in 60 seconds, can you name five charity events that EastEnders had performed for children in need, starting from now?
0: Uh, ch- the Strictly Come Dancing one in 2019.
1: No, up until 2018. I was <laughs> That's this year's, doesn't count. No, I
0: thought it was being clever. Um, the Disney crossover with Aladdin. Yep, 2018, 2018. Once Upon
1: a Time in Albert Square.
0: We had um, Whitney Dean's Struggle, was it called? When there was a special episode. That was
1: Comic Relief. Oh, is that the same thing? No, it wasn't Children's Need.
0: Children's Need. Um, Think of bands they did tributes for. We had the Doctor Who crossover.
1: Yep, Dimensions in Time. That was in (laughs) 1993. Yes. We had. Think of bands on musicals. Jackson 5, no, they never did the Jacksons.
0: They did Chicago. Did they? no Chicago? they didn't do
1: Chicago oh it was some music <laughs> what about a TV series 10 seconds left
0: oh Coronation Street crossover
1: yep East Street 2010 <laughs> 5 seconds left
0: um well they do stupid music ones I don't like time's
1: them times up <laughs> I, <laughs> I
0: hate to... musicals
1: oh you had to... well it's not all musicals there was also bands is there yeah Jackson 5 that was a trailer so, yeah. Jackson Five was for Bianca yeah. when she returned to EastEnders. Oh, I, I had a lot of hope for you, Ben. I believed in you. <laughs> I thought you were going to get at least four because we talked about. <laughs> well, one of the there's one more obvious one that you're missing. We'll I get can't to remember it. Them all
0: Comic relief and all sorts.
1: Okay, we'll get so. Nineteen ninety-two, they did a concert, a full-on concert with Banana Rama, oh. the Police Choir, the Met Police Choir, East Seventeen, and also sang a song with the cast of El Dorado. That's throwing back the years, isn't Gosh. it? Anyone who remembers El Dorado, well done. Isn't you. that the one that
0: Julie <laughs> Julia Smith made for one year?
1: Yeah, it lasted exactly one well, year. How funny
0: she went, like did a. Crossover of EastEnders
1: I think they were desperate at that time because it wasn't really doing very well for the BBC it was the BBC's second attempt at a soap Mm -hmm. we could talk about that we might do a special about El Dorado we should do (laughs) a special about El Dorado it it won't take long it's only a year's worth available Uh, 1993 Six, they did a Eurovision medley with the Stars of Casualty. In 1999, they did Pudding Lane, which was a soap based on the events of the Fire of London. I thought you'd remember that one. No, I don't even know that existed. 2001, they did a Freddie Mercury tribute. 2003, they
0: did... Oh, yeah, because someone butchered one of the songs. I can't remember who.
1: Probably most of them. Heather, I don't know. <laughs> 2003 was Oz Enders, which was The Wizard of Oz. 2005, uh, they did a sketch with Catherine Tate and Barbara Windsor when Lauren visited the pub. When yeah, Peggy, I remember that. 2007 was a Beatles tribute. Yeah. 2008 was West Enders. I would have accepted a West End musical, just West End musicals. That's the one I think about with Chicago, probably. 2009 was a Motown tribute. 2010 was, as you said, the Coronation Street crossover. So the Coronation Street was on Albert Square and Mm. they did it. It's a really good episode. If you can dig it out, I think it is on YouTube. Mm definitely recommend you guys watch it in 2011 there was the queen tribute in 2012 there was the Wolford apprentice that was the one when alan sugar visited albert square and i thought most
0: of these were comic relief i don't Mm. know what's going on in
1: 2013 was the big albert square dance which was just basically them all doing a dance 2014 there were two and this is the one i'm surprised you forgot the most important one was the Ghost of Ian Beale mini-episode.
0: Was that Children Need, was
1: it? Yeah. Oh. That's when Kathy came back when yeah, we all Cindy. thought she was still dead. Yeah, Cindy and Pat. Yeah, and Pat Butcher. Yeah. K- Pat's, Pat's nits. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't even get the joke until Classic EastEnders came along. <laughs> And they also did a tribute to Greece, the musical. 2015 was Top Hat musical. 2016 was a film tribute. I would have accepted if you said film tribute or Top Gone, Dirty Dancing or Fame. 2017 was East End Meets West End again, musical. So I'd accepted East End musicals. Shirley
0: Carter did Greece. Um, Linda Carter did Greece, I remember now. So that was Greece Enders. Yeah. yeah.
1: Lem Miz uh, was on the 2017 one. And that was the. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Whitney Dean. Yeah. That's when we first discovered she could sing. Mm. And then, as you said, last year. Year was Mickey Mouse's 19th anniversary, and that's when Sharon received a present from Mickey. She does like Mickey Mouse, Sharon. She does. If you again watch the classic episodes, <laughs> she has all the memorabilia. I think she's been to Disneyland at least twice, if not more. Mm. And mm. every time she goes to like visit anyone, she always comes back with like a Mickey Mouse toy or something. <laughs> so it did make sense that Sharon, when she walked past the poster of Mickey, she goes, here you go, Sharon, have this. Mm. They go way back. She's like, thanks, Mickey. <laughs> but well, yeah, failed. So, you did fail i mean there was a lot <laughs> there was a lot you could have just thrown a dark too many
0: that's the in the dark and you would have hit the board We should well, have included comic relief
1: well maybe in march when it's comic relief we can do a comic yeah, I'll get confused with children need so. not anymore because you already know what the children need ones hmm. are now we'll see so uh, yeah there we go so um let us know how many you got right at home um and don't forget to listen to our charity crossovers special that we did last year it's really interesting. We actually talk about the Doctor Who episode, the Coronation Street crossover, the Ian Beale's Ghosts episode, mm-hmm. and the Apprentice episode. And we talk about them in a bit more detail. So it's worth listening to because you can get an idea of what they were about. And that was Martin Fowler's Five a Day.
0: So our last storyline of the week. To discuss is the Carters and Ollie's assessment. Linda panicking, her family's not perfect. Mick moaning about
1: the coffee. <laughs> the, the nurse being angry. <laughs> she was really upset about his. She didn't say anything, she just pierced her lips and went, hmm, and the then walked <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> you know who that nurse is, don't you? Yes, I do. A fa- very famous person. <laughs> she is!
0: Famous person
1: well character because the first thing we noticed was she was ever so short. Mm, that was the first thing i noticed about Mm. her someone who might fit into a uh, costume and that basically is our question of the week for you to win a a piece of eastenders weekly merchandise Mm -hmm. all you have to do is tell us the nurse who spoke to the carters is famous for being a character in what tv program
0: (laughs) and who did she play
1: Uh, oh god you're making it doubly hard yeah why not who did she play if you think you know, send us an email. Leastendersweekly at gmail dot com.
0: Right, so let's have a little chat about Little Ollie. Yeah. Linda's panicking, not not really coping with any news at all. No matter what the news is, she's just not coping with anything. Mick's being better. I feel like he seems to be more prepared. He's researched it. He's he's like fine if it is. If he is autistic, he is. If he's not, he's not. Yeah, we'll be able to deal with it. But I've I've, I've seen quite a lot of people online saying they're not handling this well. they they're acting like it's this massive diagnosis of an illness but really it's autism which you can still be fairly relatively a normal life like mm. the way that linda's overreacting like i says it seems to have upset quite a lot of people it can be controlled
1: online. quite well and, mm. it, and people can uh, you know through therapy i suppose and through um learning and special learning you know it's something that doesn't really need to affect a child or a human. No, or life that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But th- as an adult either, yeah. Because that was, that was Linda's biggest fear that when he's growing up and they're not around to help him mm. that he's not going to be able to... I mean, I agree with people. I think they are heightening it a bit. But then I think that's the point, isn't it? That's At least Linda, Linda's, isn't it? Yeah, Linda's the one who's not taking it well everyone mm. else still sees ollie as this normal little kid little yeah, child
0: tina shirley mick all yep. seem to be like it's fine we'll just be able to few maybe we'll have to do a few changes in our lives but relatively everything else will just be stay mm. the same
1: and what's it matter because ollie we love ollie and he's our you know he's our blood and Mm. you know he's someone you know we we will care for and take care of and make sure that he's got the best life and the best start he can now they've got the diagnosis because ultimately that's all they needed to know Mm. and that's what mick's trying to say he's like only
0: on slightly on the spectrum as well Mm. the woman said and it it makes me wonder like because obviously nancy had epilepsy when she was her whole her whole life it makes me wonder how did linda react to that then like are they kind of forgetting that or was she was she the same with nancy when she got diagnosed as this epilepsy yeah
1: i mean obviously linda was a younger then so perhaps she saw it maybe a bit more opportunistically that she would still be around to look after her mm, daughter but that's then... true
0: because that's sort of channeling that young mum yeah fan group storyline is how linda's
1: or she feels like an outsider that's, mum, right. that's right i guess yeah
0: but um there's the first signs officially of her drinking storyline
1: yes um... Shirley found a bottle. I mean... Not it, hers. No, exactly. Shirley well, Shirley's biggest um, problem was that it wasn't in the recycling bin. It wasn't that there was an empty bottle of wine that no one really knew about. Mm, Bailey's like, had a chat with her. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Bailey, Bailey would be out there with her little picking up stick, picking up all the glass bottles. Mm.
0: And um, she was... After they got the news and things, she sort of wanted to go off for a walk um, and left Mick at home with Ollie, mm. and um, she went to the Albert. Yeah, wh- who it's a nice wouldn't? quiet place because no one goes there, so she can go there in secret. It was quite busy when <laughs> it was quite busy when they were. People there. People were leaving, <laughs> and Billy was there
1: because <laughs> Kathy wasn't there. Why he, was Billy there? Actually,
0: just realised. Oh, he was looking for Linda. Wasn't he was he? For, no, he was looking. he wasn't looking for Sharon.
1: No, he was looking. Yeah. No, hang on. He wanted to find Linda because he wanted to find Sharon. Didn't yeah. He? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah get Sharon.
0: um but they had like quite a nice talk at his grotty apartment we haven't seen that apartment
1: in ages yeah jay does does jay still live there i think so but honey lives there though doesn't she no, she oh, no honey adam. lives with adam now <laughs> goodness me of course she does yes <laughs> um and that was quite nice because
0: he sort of said to her about about janet and how honey wasn't that accepting of her yeah. When she first found out things, but
1: there's that famous scene, isn't there? When um Pat, do you remember Pat? She should never have died Oh God, yeah. And she was sat set in the hospital with Billy, and um she goes, she does that famous talk with Billy when she goes, "Mongs," that's what we used to call them in our day. Mm. And it's uh, but but she was doing it in a very comforting way, trying to get because <laughs> Billy was it Billy or Honey that didn't? Billy honey did didn't accept want, it, but yeah. Honey didn't, mm. yeah.
0: She wanted to... Well, Billy says to Linda that she, Honey initially wanted to just get rid of her. Um, But obviously... and But it was quite nice how they had that thing. But that, that's where they focused on Linda drinking yeah. a, a second glass. Well, no, I mean, she, no, no, was... no,
1: not just that. She was drinking the glass quickly. Mm. It was almost like a tonic, like a medicine to her, wasn't it? So she was nursing it like a cup of tea. Mm. She was holding the glass quite tight, close to her mouth. And she was taking not just little sips, but she was taking quite large mouthfuls mm. of the... Uh, I
0: noticed that she became quite, not vicious, but she became quite short-tempered mm. and, and her answers were short and they were quite... They were she, she had quite a lot of anger behind the things she was saying. I she noticed was... how she changed when she... would um, she had a drink
1: yeah she was quite snappy as well with billy because billy was saying there's three reasons why you mm. need to and and she was like oh the first two you need to tell me the third one because the first two are just the same thing yeah and eventually he said bit nasty you know, yeah she was nasty with it wasn't she but then i think linda's always been quite a nasty drunk hasn't she there was always signs that she was mm. always has that kind of snidey side to her
0: yeah and then obviously you had the parallel at the same time of mick Looking after Ollie at home in the in the bedroom and buying him that costume, that superhero costume, him, it was yeah.
1: amazing. Yeah, he said it was a superpower, which mm. I thought was a great line actually. When he said, you know, um, you've got superpower; it's called autism, and you're the only kid that has it, and you know that must make that's what makes you special. Mm. And I thought that was a really kind scene and a really sweet way of looking at it and it explaining was. it to a young that child. It's a really
0: good parallel between the two parents as well, like mm. how they're both handling it in massively um, different worrying ways i guess but um tina and shirley were there also gossiping kind of about linda how they how shirley doesn't support how she's reacted and tina's kind of on linda's side as yeah. well
1: shirley always wants an excuse though to moan about linda i mean linda's never been good enough for mick has she really mm-hmm. and i think this this is an extension of shirley's <laughs> dislike for linda nothing ever is right for mick in mm-hmm. in shirley's eyes that's true
0: but yeah nice dynamics in the carters going on with those mm. four
1: it's nice actually i must admit because when when you th- we were getting carter fatigue and it that's why they have been put on the back step mm. a little bit. They been... did stop caring about them. Absolutely. After the Stuart story, especially when they were basically each week, it was like, oh, another Duff, duff for Mick. Oh, another duff, duff for the Carters. Oh, another Duff. And it was just every week it was like, oh, Carters, Carters, Carters. And you were just getting tired of them. Mm. And quite rightly so. They've kept them a little bit at arm's length for the last year, which has been right and now I think is the right time to bring back the Carters and I think that that rest has really shown with the, the actors as well Yeah, especially, especially Mick <laughs> yeah, no I agree with you especially Danny Dyer I think he's because he's been able to breathe again and been able to have a bit of time off the soap I think he's now come back with it with a new vigour and seeing these scenes tonight with Mick or Danny Dyer's character actually I really enjoyed them mm,
0: much more human side to the Carters rather than him trying to be dark and broody last yeah. year it's that more human Inside of the family, so that's good.
1: Yeah, just don't let fingers come through those doors uh, and ask, her, "I was the wife to Mick again."
0: <laughs> no, God forbid. There you go. That was the week. I mean, I would have been quite happy just to have the whole three episodes fully Mel and Sharon. What, like a little film? Yeah, like a Novotella <laughs> I would have loved it, but I'm um, sadly
1: we got what we got, and it was a, it was good. I mean, if anyone's feeling smart out there, um, edit together just the Sharon and Mel bits for this week yeah, and the movie. Yeah, and make it the. Sh- the Sharon, and Mel, Sharon
0: and Mel show. So that was our roundup of the week. And now we're off to do a bit of gossip.
1: And who won the week as well? When you know me, I don't want to gossip. So it's the end of the show, but not the end of the content, because we still have to read out Thank your God. <laughs> your tweets and your Facebook messages to us uh, throughout the week about what how you thought EastEnders was this week. But before Good. we do any of that and who won the week, we need to find out what happened this time last year as we take a nosedive into the time machine that is Ben's mind. And we think about episodes that happened years ago mm. and also birthdays and deaths.
0: No deaths. Well, Mel Owen, 2019.
1: Oh, rest in peace. <laughs>
0: She's, that's her. She's the only death for this week in the whole of history. Oh, so good that's for good.
1: her. That's nice. She'll stick to that. Good accolade to have.
0: Birthdays. We had 11th of November, 1975.
1: Belinda Peacock. Oh, I loved Belinda. Yeah, it's her mm. birthday. I'll bring her back. She's she got were... a um, clothes to store now. She makes her own clothes. Does she buy in Oh, the actress. Yeah, not <laughs> Belinda. I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. Belinda, she she went to Italy didn't she
0: yeah her mate the mate that no one ever knew about and she just turned mm. up and then left very sudden
1: I was so sad when she left because I liked her character mm,
0: she's really good mm. uh, 12th November 2007 Will Mitchell was born that's Honey and Billy's boy yeah did he ever model. get into that
1: special school <laughs> yeah model he was modelling did he ever go to that school that Adam oh, yeah, was going to pay? I don't know.
0: Yeah, unknown. Yeah, unknown. Look at his uniform.
1: I mean, well, yeah, if he's got a big W on it, then he's gone to Watford <laughs> High.
0: And fourteenth of November two thousand eight. A year later, Amy Mitchell was born. Oh, Amy. <laughs> yeah, oh, Amy lost another mother. Yeah. That's yeah. So good. Actually, because yeah. she really bonded with Mel this year, with her makeup and buying tampons together, and now all... a bra.
1: No, it was a bra. It was no, there was tampons, was tampons as, as well, as well. Yeah. and a bra. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really sad for Amy. She's lost everyone. Never really saw a reaction from Jack finding out that Mel died. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so Busy. You'd think
0: that the Whitney a phoned a be... member. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, no, Jack's probably the last one to find out. He's like, <laughs> even if he's in the police, he probably doesn't know. Poor Amy. Don't really think. Never think about Amy, do we? I know. No one thinks about Amy. What about Amy and um Ricky? No one thinks about Ricky. Nah, no, he's boring. Yeah, but they changed his face because everyone thought that there was going to be a big story circulating around him, and then nothing happened. Mm,
0: it could have been the. Act, the boy act wanted to leave. Well, There's always that option. Mm. The original.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe. Right, so the episode I watched was... <laughs> I forgot I did this. <laughs> was by accident. Yes, I know. I clicked the wrong month. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching the 12th of October. <laughs> oh, <right>. 2000. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good because Pat's in it okay hello and this was back when big mo was actually a character not just a caricature
1: oh how long did it take you to come up with that line
0: it's not written down i just made it up just popped into your head right now but uh, when i watched the episode i thought god what happened to big mo because she was a proper head of the house and she had a backstory she had loads of character to Mm. her and she's just nothing like that now she was um at viv's grave which is cat's um Slater's sister's mum it's Mo's daughter, she's obviously died, Mm. it's the anniversary, and she was there cleaning the um, grave. She got up early in the morning before any of the Slaters and did it disquietly, didn't tell
1: anyone. That's unlike Mo. I know,
0: and I was like, God, her character is so different. At the same time, we have Pat and Frank having an affair behind Peggy's back.
1: Oh! Yes,
0: remember this one, don't we? I do, and um, I've got obviously Mo and Pat go way back. Mo has worked out already that she's seen Frank hop in, hop out of her house mm. quite a few times, mm. so she knows that they're sleeping together. Peggy has bought Frank a new mobile phone because he'd lost his. Because obviously, and um, there must have been something going on a week before, like where Pat had left. A message on there or something, so Frank's had to get rid of it. So she's chosen a phone case for him and a ringtone for
1: him. Is it, oh, wow, oh, did you remember ringtones? Do you remember in a magazine they used to have like codes mm. and you had like all like hundreds of ringtones and you'd basically put this code in and then a 50p text and then they'd send you the ringtone? What phone is it? I'm curious. Is it Nokia, Nokia 3310? Yeah, the one where you could clip off the case and clip on. Oh, the yeah, classic and she bought Nokia him a Union
0: Jack clip on case.
1: Oh, why not? It's Frank. <laughs>
0: So well, yeah, he's having his fair with Pat Barry Evans. It's a really good cast. at two thousand Barry Evans is just come back from hospital because he's been faking that he's really ill <laughs> because Natalie had made him do exercise to try and get him
1: a bit healthier. Oh, I remember this vaguely. <laughs> was, was Natalie seeing someone behind his back at this point? Possibly. It was when it was when she had the baby and mm. then Barry beca- Barry became a baby himself. Yeah, he so, was like. A house mum wasn't it yeah you know? but he almost reverted back to him being a child himself mm. and that's what made her then kind of find stimulus elsewhere
0: but um yeah it was just a nice ensemble episode mm. and um she pat had a little slagging match with big mo but
1: she just got out of the
0: from going to Viv's, like, everyone to go see the grave so um she said not right now not now pat so she let it lie but this is quite soon is when the ep- the episode where Peggy finds out and she slaps them both behind the... Um, yeah, I love that scene. ...the Vic, and her pats earring pops out on
1: the take. <laughs> but, um, Have you enjoyed the fireworks?
0: Yeah, that one. So it was very close
1: to then. So mm. big
0: big time on the show, but it was the Slaters' first year.
1: Wow, that was the first year of the Slaters? Yeah, 2000s, yeah. Oh, God, they were the heady days, weren't they? Mm. I mean, they were such an interesting family to be introduced, weren't they? Because every single one of them had a story. Mm. They were really good. yeah. You don't you don't get that nowadays, do you? Really, you don't. You don't get one big push for a family or anything like mm. that. I mean, so, there is the Painter brothers, I suppose, but they're not Slaters. No they're way. not, but they're, they've 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 been introduced with this big story, haven't they? And they, and they circulate around Habiba and Ikra and mm. Ash.
0: The closest thing to Slaters, I would say, would be the Taylors. Like they all came in as a big family all at once, and they all had.
1: Mm. stories didn't but they? what's happened again Chatham and riley they've never had a story but but they've always been on screen but now they don't even bother doing that anymore
0: well when they were originally made as a family sean o'connor created them but Chatham and riley weren't originally part of the family it was one of the writers who had suggested it to add them as part of the family to round off karen as a character so the or to soften her and originally in the plan, they didn't exist. Mm. So they were just added as a rounding off of Karen's character. So I guess that's I why there was never a plan. Yeah, I suppose that them. makes
1: sense because it does. It kind of rounds off the edges of Karen, mm. doesn't
0: it? Especially when Karen was first, didn't it? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought that was. I saw it on Twitter somewhere. The writer said it was in like a question thing, but I found that interesting. Yeah, Even really that's got interesting. nothing to do with what I just said, but whatever.
1: No. Oh no! I'm glad you brought <laughs> it up. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: But I didn't even pick the right month. So what does it matter, really?
1: It does matter. It matters to us. <laughs> it really does. And um, if any, if anyone has any moments that they'd like Ben to rewatch, just remember they have to be they have to be in the same week as the <laughs> as the broadcast week that we've just had. But yeah. any year, then do get in touch with us, and uh, Ben would have a look at them and maybe consider them maybe one or two.
0: Mm. We'll be changing it next year anyway because I'll run out of birthdays. So I'll do it then. You can just be any episode, any when. Oh, wow. So you're just going to do an episode any time of the year? When I've run out of birthdays, the whole thing's going to be whack.
1: But you can still do another year, though. You've got 34 other years you could do, other than... So you could do this time last (laughs) year in 2005. That's true. Plus, you got months wrong this time, so... (laughs) You know who are? It's time whom on the week. Good. I'm going to say you're probably not going to be too surprised that it was a whitewash. Good. (laughs) Uh, The four stories we asked you to vote between on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages were Chantel's Keeping Mum.
0: no that was misplaced this week.
1: Carter's Ollie oops.
0: No, boring.
1: <laughs> Taylor's flat pack. No. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> or Sharon's fast and Mel's furious. Yeah. Um so You know what? We know who's won, so I'm going to ask you who came dead last. No pun intended, Mel. Gray and Chantel. No. Taylor's Flat Pack. Oh, I forgot that was one. Came last. (laughs) I forgot that (laughs) (laughs) was an option. (laughs) Came last with 7%. Chantel was third with 11%. Carter's Story was 13% and second place and with a phenomenal 69% of the vote. I
0: thought it would be more than that. Well,
1: let me just say that on Twitter, up until the very last few minutes... Mm. The vote was one hundred percent. We had over seventy people voting on that one and it was uh, it was a hundred percent until the very last minute and then a few more came through from the mm. others. So anyway, yeah, so um Sharon's Fast and Males Furious got the vote. So Males Goodbye wasn't all in vain. She won the week on our podcast.
0: I mm. <laughs> so will haunt my dreams for a week. You haunt
1: my dreams for that a week. That lorry or truck, whatever it was. Do you fancy some uh, comments? Yes, always. Okay. Saves me a job. Okay, good. Um, I mean, again, comments this week on our Twitter and our Facebook pretty much was dominated by Sharon and Mel, but we had a couple for Linda, and I'll start with her. At fans said, First hint, that empty b- wine bottles in the bin. Had they not been telling us about her alcoholism storyline, I wouldn't have even noticed it. <laughs> it's true. That's I think...
0: the way they're doing it, I guess.
1: Oh, so subtle. Yeah. Subtle as a brick. <laughs>
0: yeah, but this episode wasn't subtle, because so they just lingered on her drinking for like... 10 seconds. That's true.
1: Ace Alistair on Facebook said, Mick is a good father and Billy had a good take on things as well.
0: Mm, It was nice to see Billy actually do something, not just walk around being an idiot.
1: I agree with you. It was nice for him to have something outside of the whole Honey storyline. Or E20. And he was right, really. He was the right character to give the advice out because, as we said, he has mm. been in a very similar situation as i said most of the comments this week have been about sharon and mel so let's get through them chris scott on facebook said i absolutely loved it what a crash no expenses spared i was also chuckling at the pictures hanging up of sharon there was one of her and grant and happy family showing even more that mel had lost
0: <laughs> the stunt was uh, the photos were
1: amazing but that stunt was really good like mm. the
0: the car Th- the crash yeah
1: yeah it was so good the lorry one was a not quite yeah they used all the budget on the episode before yes <laughs> <so. laughs> they did CGI Mel. Mm. Um at Lindsay Fitz on Twitter said Sharon will probably tell Phil that he ain't the baby's dad, but he won't realise it's Keanu's until Christmas. I think Lisa beat her to it, I'm afraid. Yeah, but not that it's Keanu's. That's That's what she's saying, not till Christmas. At Anglo Addict on Twitter said, I think it would be a better storyline if Mel had survived and kidnapped Louise's baby when it was born. We know that she is down one kid. Yeah, that would have been dark, but that would have been quite
0: long game, wouldn't it? If she was i think to to an extended birth.
1: contract would have been needed yeah. for that scenario
0: but i would have liked that because it would mean mel's not dead
1: although they've done kidnap storylines before they did it with cindy with ian's kids mm. she ended up taking one and he kept the other didn't yeah. she at always april e on twitter says I, th- I think they could have found another way to get rid of mel i thought she was going to steal louise's baby so that was quite the census on social media that everyone thought louise's baby was going to get stolen i know
0: she's not even born yet
1: No, exactly. You can't steal something that's not there. (laughs) Neil Allsworth on Facebook said, I'm sorry, but Mel's death was the most stupid death in his sender's history. Really? Yep. I don't know. It's not the stupidest
0: death. It was very extreme Mm. and over the top. And the fact that she got dragged out of the car and then just stepped in front of a lorry, which was randomly driving quickly, doesn't make sense. (laughs) <laughs> but it's, I don't care. Yeah. Well, I do care, but it's it's fine. It's what it is.
1: Fair enough. At the Vic is cursed on Twitter said, "I really don't see a way for her to return. They've really exhausted the avenues. If she was to come back in the future, it would likely be a terrible return. Let her go while she was on a high. I liked. I th- I agree with that. Mel was on a high, and I think that was the perfect mm. it's for just, a perfect opportunity to
0: go. When the character dies, it's just always so. I just think it's just a sad end. Like Especially when it's a character that don't necessarily deserve it, like she had mental health issues at the end, mm. like she could have just been put off in like a Can't do well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and then maybe come back and had a bit of redemption when Sharon's baby was a bit older or or something, like mm. there was something that could have been done with like a little redemption arc in like three or five years' time.
1: It's funny to think that Tamsin and Elfwaite returned, probably thinking that she was only kind of doing it just for a year. yeah, for yeah. John York, and then and this story up came, along. yeah, exactly because mm. I mean. Interesting to see how Mm. she felt
0: about like when they said, Oh, she's gonna be killed off by like a truck.
1: Yeah, oh, a truck.
0: I want to be an ice cream van. Yeah, she like turned up with her pink hat, her purple hat, and coat last two years ago, didn't she? Yeah. This style icon with a new family, you know. With then... loads of
1: money and then she left penniless and... Headless. and <laughs> yeah, with no head. <laughs> uh, little Danny on Facebook said, ding dong, hopefully the witch is finally dead. And uh, finally, Tamlin still on Facebook said, my adrenaline is through the roof. Invol- involuntarily shouting, come on, Sharon, stop the car at the TV.
0: Oh, It was just so good having Sharon drag Mel out and undo the bell, open the door, flames everywhere, smoke... I thought that's a
1: sharon we like in there mm, action sharon action sharon <laughs> the greatest hero of them all Bethan davis final comment on our facebook also said loved 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 the mitchell slash owen stuff although the carters really slowed the pace i do think the billy and linda scene was far too long i wasn't expecting lisa to blurt out about the baby like she did but to be honest i'm not sure phil will believe her great tense duff duff, though with sharon running up the stairs and phil's glare wow It felt so old school. It did, didn't it? Mm. I think that's it. That sums it up. It felt old school.
0: Mm. And even if Phil doesn't believe Lisa, like the seed's been planted in his head. Mm. And you know Phil's going to now be overanalyzing things that go on. And yeah,
1: Sharon's story is shaky at best. Anyway, yeah, I think Phil's going to be a, a bit of an investigator, like he does. You know, he does things mm. behind he Sharon's keeps back, things close to his chest. He'll uh, pretend that everything's fine, but he'll be doing some stuff. He'll be asking questions. Mm. He'll be asking what other people know. No, no doubt Ben will be involved as well. We'll oh, yeah. give some Grant a call. Yeah, get Grant back. <laughs> Bring him home
0: It'll for be... Christmas.
1: Yeah, you know, Grant can get a lot of information out of Sharon if he tried. Oh yeah, just walk around in boxes. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> um thank you for all your comments as always um we love receiving them and we try to read out as many as we can but we don't really get an opportunity to read all of them out if we did then we would literally have a podcast which was just full of your comments which would be great easy but we can't do that because we also want to talk about the show so mm. if you do want to send us some comments you can find us on twitter at eastenders week on there we also live tweet when the show is broadcast in the uk every monday tuesday thursday and friday You can find us on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast and our Facebook group. Just search EastEnders Weekly Podcast and then click to join the group. You can also find our YouTube channel where we have EastEnders spoilers every week. You can click and subscribe and don't forget to ring that bell by searching EastEnders Weekly Podcast and clicking to do all of those things. You can also email us, which is really old school nowadays apparently, EastEndersWeekly at gmail.com. And don't forget you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts where we would love it if you rated and commented on it or you can find us on spotify podbean or you can also listen to us on our youtube channel mm. and that's it that's everything i'm done. sure yeah 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 i mean we are thinking of getting a linkedin and a tiktok <laughs> account but if anyone would like us get really any fans account yeah, any fans where i show you my nipples
0: <laughs> but there you go and just last bit of advice before we leave when you cross the road
1: mm. look left and right that's the green cross code ben